Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. So, Corey, I know you're one of those guys who likes to walk the aisle of... Aisles, if you will, of Costco, right? And you never know what you might discover, a kayak or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, you, you, you go in there to pick up uh, something you need and you walk out with a, with a 50-pound safe and a 40-pound bag of nuts. <laughs> exactly. You have those nuts forever. Uh, me, I like to order everything online. And this next company uh, plays into uh, the online bulk goods market. So we're going to talk about uh, Boxed, if you will, the co-founder, chief executive officer, stopping by once again right here on Bloomberg Radio. Let's get back, though, to your top business stories and a quick check on today's trading session. We have, once again, Charlie Pell. You, like, you like walking the aisles of Costco, right? I do. Everybody does. On the other hand, I like the convenience of getting stuff at home. Me unless they give you a two-hour window and they don't show up. But that's another conversation <laughs> for another time. Let's get the numbers at the close of floor trading on the NYMEX. Brought to you by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit USCFinvestments.com. That is USCF cfinvestments.com. West Texas Intermediate Crude up 2.2% to 49.29 a barrel, up by a dollar seven. We do have the dollar gaining for a third day as investors assess the latest readings on inflation for clues on the Fed's next policy move. S&P 500 index lower, little change, down half a point. Nasdaq down less than half a point. Dow Industrials at a record up 14, building on yesterday's gains up one tenth of one percent. Leon Cooperman is weighing in on valuations. He is the CEO and founder of Omega Advisors. He was interviewed on Bloomberg Television. I think we're, the market is adequately valued. It's not overvalued. The reporter asked if I'm ever going to have a 5% correction. I said that could happen at any time. Okay. You know, including tomorrow. So you don't see one imminently. <laughs> Well, I would say that we're getting closer to one, in my opinion. Boeing's going to be raising production of its 787 Dreamliner to 14 planes a month in 2019. Right now, it is producing 12 of the planes each month. Boeing shares up by five-tenths of one percent. Gold down five-thirty the ounce, down four-tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude up two dollars twenty up a two point two percent up a dollar six forty-nine twenty-nine. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. All right, everybody. It has been called the Costco for Millennials. We're talking about Box, the online bulk goods retailer co-founder. Jay Huang is back with us. He's the CEO at Boxed uh, and joining us here live at the Sooner Than You Think Summit right here on Roosevelt Island, New York City. Nice to have you back with us. Thank you for having me. And I didn't know how to feel. Everyone loved uh, walking the aisles of Costco, so hopefully they'll <laughs> love walking the aisles of, uh, of Boxed as well. i got to tell you, if I can order everything online, I will do that. Um, tell me, just remind our viewers what you guys are doing. Sure. We're an online warehouse club, so we bring all those large format items. We don't sell a single sleeve of Oreo cookies and stuff. Instead, we sell the 12 sleeve packs, um, 1,600 items uh, delivered right to you with no membership fees, generally in two days or less with free shipping. I mean, this is how you make money. You you can buy in bulk, right? Exactly. And I mean, and that's how you can pass it along, if you will, to consumers. Exactly. So if we can't get a great price to you, uh, if we can't be one of the cheapest online, if not the cheapest online for that pack, uh, we just won't sell it. And so that builds a little bit of trust with our consumer. So what are the characteristics of the products that work for you? Because it, it is varied 
Um, but I would imagine there's sort of so, some things you look at out there and say, that's our kind of thing because we can get it at this price, so that volume is going to work, and that's not going to work. Yeah, so for us, it's a, a, a primarily uh, nowadays food products and, and snacks. So, um, you know, our B2B business is, is very big and growing very quickly. Uh, and so if you think about folks that who need wholesale, uh, yeah, maybe big families do uh, as well. But in general, uh, every single business out there is probably offering coffee and maybe even snacks to their employees, and that's where we come in as probably the best option out there. Is that the majority of your business, B2B? Not the majority, but actually the majority of the growth is coming from B2B these days. So do you see yourself focusing even more on that in the future? 100%. 100%, and so, yeah. Uh, when you think about the market, you know, B2C is something we'll always build a brand in, um, but uh, something that naturally lends itself well to wholesale would be the B2B market. But B2C also requires going up against Amazon. Of course. Wait, what do they do? Do (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've heard of them, right? No, but do you you think about that when you're doing your business model? You've got to think about, you know, the elephant in the living room. You have to, but at the same time, you can't totally uh, say we're not going to do B2C. Yeah. Uh, The irony is that... Consumers will shop, uh, like businesses will shop at a consumer facing company, but consumers don't get excited walking into, uh, a Staples or WB Mason in order to get their chips. Uh, and so you could do one, but it's hard to do the other. Uh, it's, it's interesting too, um, um, the selection of items. Obviously it's grown since you first started the business, but what, uh, you know, how big is it, uh, is your plan to get there and, and how do you make those decisions about timing? That's a great question, and one of the things that's the most difficult for us these days is discipline. Uh, discipline around our business model and discipline around what we carry it and how much we carry. So right now, 1,600 items only. Uh, as tempting as it is to try to carry everything, we feel like that will pit us directly against Amazon. Uh, and, you know, the race to the everything store is basically trying to run the 100-meter dash against Usain Bolt. i got to ask you, Che. I mean, if Amazon came up to you, knocked on your door, sent you a text. Yep. Um, or and kicked said, down our door. Or, <laughs> or, kicked down our, or kicked down your door, which is what they do to yep. so many companies. Um, would you be inclined to do something with them um, because what? of who they are? So um, uh, for us, uh, that's always been the case, not necessarily Amazon. But uh, when you think about companies that ship Clorox wipes and Oreo cookies from their own fulfillment centers, yeah. from a technology platform they built themselves, we're basically an asset class right now, one of one in the private market. So from the early days till now, there's never been a shortage of folks that have called us. So. We're an asset class. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Corey, I'm, is that wild? Wow. No, give, you know, like I'm wearing a collared shirt and said asset class today. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing collared shirt. So no, explain it, explain, it, explain that to me. What, 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 what do you mean you're an asset class? Um, so if you look at all the grocers out there, if you look at even the B2B markets out there, uh, a lot of folks are getting caught in this tide of technology. Um, and that's not their fundamental core where that's our fundamental core. So our biggest department by headcount is actually engineering. Uh, and so folks really need to accelerate innovation there. And the easiest way, I would say, some of these folks would be to go out and try to buy someone. Why is your, wait, your biggest department is engineering? It is, yeah. We build the full technology stack. The moment you tap the button all the way down to the warehouse management software, yeah. and even some of the physical robotics we use in our facilities, uh, built in-house. How many employees do you have? Uh, 200 or so full-time, uh, and uh, when you include all the fulfillment center folks, you get into several hundreds. But you don't, okay, but you don't, I mean, increasingly it's automated. It is, it is, yep. Uh, so our union facility, uh, about 30 minutes away from where we are right now mm-hmm. um, on this beautiful sunny island, uh, great, right? um, uh, is fully automated. Um, Wait, you, you, Union? Uh, Union, New Jersey. You, not, uh, not, not labor. 
Union. Not labor, unionized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you go into that facility, you'll find the same folks that were pushing carts are now trained to operate state-of-the-art uh, fulfillment technology. Are you profitable? Uh, not yet. And so um, we hope to be so uh, relatively shortly. Is it just a measure of scale or just a matter of scale? It is, especially when you get to commerce. It really is a scale game. Interesting. Fascinating. Um, good to get some time with you again. Come back Thank and let us know how much. things are going. Uh, Cheng Huang, he's co-founder, chief executive officer of Box. They're based in Edison, right? Edison, New Jersey? Uh, Edison and New York. Edison and New York, uh, but here at the Bloomberg Sooner Than You Think Summit. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. So Nathan Hager right now is going to look at world and national news headlines from our 99 studios in Washington, D.C. All right. Thank you, Corey. Hurricane Irma may be gone, but it is still taking a human toll. Authorities say a 55-year-old man who was prepping his home for the storm on Sunday died when he fell off a ladder. Six patients at a nursing home in Hollywood, Florida, are dead as well. Irma knocked out the building's air conditioning. Hollywood Police Chief Tom Sanchez is launching a criminal investigation into that. As a precautionary measure, we've assigned police officers to go check all the other 42 assisted living facilities and nursing homes throughout the city to make sure that they're in sufficient care of the elderly. President Trump plans to assess the damage tomorrow. The White House says he'll visit the Naples and Fort Myers areas. Health care reform is front and center on Capitol Hill today. Senator Bernie Sanders has introduced a Medicare for All bill co-sponsored by more than a dozen Democrats, while Republican Lindsey Graham and three other Republicans are out with a last-ditch effort to repeal and replace Obamacare. There are three choices. Prop up Obamacare, Bernie Care, or our bill. That's where you're at. Now, President Trump is making clear he's at getting behind Graham's bill. Says he hopes they've found a way out of the Obamacare crisis. Nearly 100,000 people have been evacuated from airports, schools, and government buildings across Russia. It's after a wave of fake bomb threats that one Russian lawmaker calls 100% organized telephone terrorism. Official news agencies report the anonymous calls came from Internet dialing systems and couldn't easily be traced. Global News, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries, this is Bloomberg.